Hello and welcome to another episode of Locked on Women's Basketball. I am your Tuesday host, Erica Lindsay Ayala. On today's episode, we're going to talk about the players of the week. We're going to talk about the standings for the 2020 WNBA playoffs, what we know, what we don't know, and what we think we know. And we're going to also talk about tanking. Ooh, tanking. Coming up. For the win. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Locked on Women's Basketball. I am your host, Erica Lindsay Ayala. First, gotta give, let's give some claps, right? Gabe Ibrahim and Amy Audibert with their picks. I liked the, did you miss Monday's show? Go listen back to Locked on Women's Basketball with Amy Audibert and Gabe Ibrahim, both giving their ballots for, what was it, Defensive Player, Coach of the Year, MVP, Rookie of the Year, Most Improved, Sixth Player. Just some really great conversation. I had a few different picks. I'm not one, uh, I'm not the the pick'em type, uh, and I don't get a media vote, but I do have some thoughts. I think there were some omissions from the conversation. If you listen to my show, you can probably guess who some of those players are. But overall, Gabe and Amy did a great job. Go listen to that Monday show. For Tuesday, I uh, there's a little bit of wobble tea, a little bit of boil over, if you will, wobble tea that we'll get into. But as I said at the top, we are going to be talking about the players of the week. We're going to get into the WNBA standings. So you got the players that are probably in in the running for awards but now let's talk about these standings because as amy alluded to they're we're, we're all over the place and and i think um i always like getting to the awards season at the end of the season because we're looking for some of these players up for these awards to come up clutch in the next few games uh because it's going to matter it's going to matter as we don't even have the top eight teams locked in yet um, and we still have to, uh, we still have games tonight. I'll go through that. And, um, for the rest of the week through the weekend. So <laughs> the regular season is not over folks, but we also did get the playoff schedule. So I will break that down as well. And then finally tanking, tanking in the WNBA. Hmm. Thoughts. I certainly have some, we'll get to that, but first let's go to, uh, the standings. Standings are 1 through 4, Seattle Storm, the Las Vegas Aces, the Los Angeles Sparks, and the Minnesota Lynx hanging in at that top spot. The Aces are a game and a half back of Seattle, um, and Minnesota in that third spot, they are three games back of Seattle. Um, So those teams are playing Seattle and Vegas right now in position for the double bye. And the Los Angeles Sparks and the Minnesota Lynx right now have the um, first round by. That means that five through eight, which right now is the Phoenix Mercury, Chicago Sky, Connecticut Sun, and Dallas 
is the only team in that top eight that has yet to clinch. So Dallas is sitting at the eight spot. I've been talking a lot about Dallas. They're sitting in the eight spot at seven and 12, nine games behind Seattle, but they have not clinched their playoff berth just yet. Dallas got a huge win over the Washington Mystics Sunday, September 6th, 101 to 94. Really needed that win. The Dallas Wings do not play today, um, but they will play the Seattle Storm on Wednesday. And then they play the Chicago Sky on Friday. And Dallas ends their season against the New York Liberty on Sunday, September 13th. So going back to the standings again, Dallas is the the first team in, last team out. Um, or it should, excuse me, Dallas is the last team in. The Washington Mystics right now are the first team out, meaning that, uh, you know, they're just outside of that eight spot. They're at five and 13, 10 and a half games behind the Seattle Storm, one and a half games behind Dallas. And as far as the Washington Mystics, tonight they play the Minnesota Lynx. And then for the rest of the way, they have the Los Angeles Sparks and the New York Liberty. So both Washington and Dallas are expected likely to defeat the New York Liberty, although I would not bank on that. Um, Both teams are heavily depleted. Um, losing players, and New York has had its fair share of injuries, but as Leisha Clarendon said in media availability today, they're looking to play spoiler. I should say Leisha knows that the Liberty can play spoiler. Um, All right, and here we go. These are the scenarios, according to Chantel Jennings of The Athletic. Um, The final spot is the wings to lose their last three games aren't easy as i mentioned they will play the storm the sky and the liberty here are some of the scenarios uh as chantel puts it first scenario of course being if they go three and oh they're in the playoffs if the dallas wings go two and one in their last three season uh, their last three games of the season and finish nine and three they're also in even if the mystics were to win out their next four games uh, because Wings own the tiebreaker in the head-to-head games, they would also get the nod. If the Wings go 1-2 and two, and the Mystics win out all of their games, the Mystics would then be in. If the Wings go 1-2 and two, and the Mystics go 3-1 and one or worse, the Wings are in. So basically, the only way that the Dallas Wings do not enter the playoffs is if the Mystics are perfect in the rest of their games and the Wings only get one of the next two, or if if the Wings only get one win out of the next three games. So absolutely, New York, that New York game is huge, huge. Dallas does themselves a huge favor, though, if they can win either against the Chicago Sky, or the Seattle Storm. 
when we talk about wins and losses at this time of year, of course there are teams like Dallas fighting for their lives to get into the playoffs, or Chicago and Phoenix jockeying for position with Connecticut, for example. But then you have teams that, unfortunately, their season's been over for a while. Could the New York Liberty be tanking? We'll get into that conversation coming up next. All right, everyone, we know chain stores have different prices and different tiers for professional mechanics than they do for do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices, they are the same for everybody, and they are always reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible. Rather than changing the prices based on what the market will bear, RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. So what we want you to do as one of our loyal listeners is to head over to RockAuto.com. Check out their unique catalog, their remarkably easy site. It's super simple to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and then you get to choose the brand specifications and prices you prefer. So you're going to go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Again, you just type in locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com Could the New York Liberty be tanking? Here's the question from Sarah Valenzuela of the daily news well because the liberty haven't been pulling out as many wins as people had anticipated um just with the class that came in this year that you guys are now purposely tanking to the bottom for for whatever other reason so for the sake of like we we all know we all know you guys we we know the work that you've been putting in but what do you have to say to just those fans who've kind of um are feeling a little bit down and thinking that like this team is just like, yeah, whatever now. Yeah. I would say we would love to have quite a few more wins. Honestly. Um, it's definitely been hard losing this much because we do so many good things in the game. Um, like the last couple games, our defense has been great, but we just haven't hit shots. And it's like, we're doing things, we're growing. And then the shots don't go in, which is, it can happen in any given night um, for any given team. Obviously, we're struggling with our shooting percentage um, from three this year, but we would love, love, love to have <laughs> a few more wins and be fighting for a playoff spot because um, it's been a really tough year. And then I would say we have too much respect for the game um, and too high of a character to do something like that in terms of like showing up, fighting every day. We've obviously got Sabrina. Like we're not, we're not really necessarily worried about young talent in that regard. And so we're trying to win. We're out here fighting. Um, stay with us because we're rebuilding and you know that takes time and particularly here where we've had some tough injuries and we've lost some people it's it's been a struggle but just know that when we put on this New York Liberty jersey there's so much pride to be a part of this organization and we're going to look back in this moment and remember that this was the foundation and the building block to where we go in the future years when we're making those playoff runs when we're going you know to the finals which I'm I'm really confident that's going to happen in the future with this organization. Listen, it's no secret that I am not a fan of the New York Liberty continuing on with their system as is. In theory, the, the three-point shooting system, getting his players to shoot three-pointers is good. Um, that's where the game is headed. 
uh, with the exception of the Las Vegas Aces, who are at the top of the table. But I digress. The uh, Or one of the teams at the top. Um, the New York Liberty take the most threes in the league. And that is a stat line that, strictly speaking, Walt Hopkins is quite content with. However, they, are a, they don't make those threes that they're taking. And... You know, I, I, I just have not been impressed with the stubbornness of the team to, to maintain that as a plan. You know, part of the reason that they're two-pointers, yes, is because they're easier shots. But when you've got nothing falling, you got to get shots. You got to make, you got to make baskets to get points and to win games. So I would have liked to see the switch, which of course is why the tanking question is a question. I uh, I don't know. I don't think tanking has the same... It's not really a part of the same conversation in, in women's basketball, generally speaking. But I don't know. What do you all think? Have the New York Liberty been tanking? Of course, that doesn't account for an uh, ankle injury to Sabrina Ionescu, an ankle injury to Kia Nurse, uh, Megan Walker contracting coronavirus, Asia Durr contracting coronavirus, uh, most recently Kylie Shook rolling an ankle, Paris Key rolling an ankle. So how much of this is tanking, if any? How much of this is dumb luck? Is it a combination of both? What do y'all think? I don't think tanking is, uh, is in the cards uh, you heard Lasia Clarendon. They addressed the question. Um, I'm very curious to hear what Walt Hopkins is going to have to say about this later in the day. Uh, hashtag Wobble Team. I have to have that uh, ready for you on Thursday. It's tough. It's tough. Uh, we saw that Katie Smith was only given two seasons. Does this season factor differently for Walt? Uh, if it was a part of an elaborate tanking scheme, then I suppose... That Walt is doing what he was asked, um, and perhaps the stubbornness to stick to taking three-pointers rather than guaranteed mid-range, or even, even I would settle, just drive to the lane. Uh, perhaps if that's part of the tanking scheme, so why would one tank? You want to get a better opportunity at uh, getting a number one pick. The lottery for the number one pick goes by the last two seasons. Now again, the New York Liberty have had... A losing season for the last three seasons. Atlanta has had uh, a losing season for the last two seasons. Okay, so here's the thing. The draft lottery is dependent on the cumulative record of teams in the past two seasons. So the worse your record over two consecutive seasons, the better your chances of um, getting the number one pick. And the most chances... Uh, for number one are at 44, roughly 44%. Um, it's, it's now New York had the number one pick last year. They picked Sabrina Ionescu. They had the number two pick the year before. They did not win outright the lottery. That was the first one that Katie Smith participated in against Bill Lambier. Bill Lambier did get the number one pick, which ended up being his second consecutive number one pick. Technically, Bill Lambier has three number one picks on his roster. The Stars in 2018 selected 
Kelsey Plum. Um, so Kelsey Plum, 2017 number one pick, is with Bill Ambeer. 2018 number one overall pick, Asia Wilson. 2019 Las Vegas also wins the lottery. They get Jackie Young. 2020, the New York Liberty win the lottery. Now, New York um, will not have to compete with Bill Ambeer. Uh, the Las Vegas Aces will not be in the lottery to take another number one pick. But Atlanta, uh, New York, and Indiana, and the Dallas Wings will be in the mix for that. Uh, well, Indiana and Atlanta for sure. Dallas is looking like they'll get into the playoffs. And again, it's two years cumulative. Washington will have a losing season this year, but definitely not for the last two seasons. So it's looking good <laughs> as far as the standings that Atlanta and New York will probably have the greatest odds of getting that number one pick. Uh, so the question was asked to Atlanta, uh, to New York if they're tanking. I mean, could we ask the same question of Atlanta but they've also been with injury. So I don't know. I don't, I, I get that there's some strategy around it, but I think most athletes will tell you it's no fun. It's no fun to lose. And here's the thing. You've got free agents. You've got players that uh, can be traded. You know, you don't know that just because the team that you played for and you helped them tank just because they get a number one pick, that doesn't mean that necessarily you're going to benefit from it. People retire, people get injuries. So, I mean, it just seems like a lot to ask. Um, and there's not as much money swirling around for women's basketball as some other leagues where teams allegedly tank. Uh, so I don't know. I'm not sure I'm buying it. I get the strategy. And yeah, Atlanta, they're not eliminated yet. But New York in particular, already mathematically eliminated. Getting another number one pick could be interesting. But it was something that, that Leisha said in that presser. I mean, signing up for yet another rookie on a team that had seven rookies coming into this season. On a team that in a league where veteran leadership is so important... Even if they get that number one pick, is it in the best interest of the New York Liberty to use it? Or can they trade that number one pick and try to get some veteran leadership? I would love to see some veteran leadership uh, on this team. Coming up next, I'm going to give you the players of the week and players to watch out for as we close out the WNBA regular season in the Wubble. All right, with the WNBA playoffs coming up, we know you do not want to miss the action. And sometimes small tasks like laundry or cooking fall by the wayside when it's playoff basketball. But no fear, we have our friends at DoorDash ready to come in with the mega assist. DoorDash is an app that brings you food you're craving right now right to your door. Ordering is easy on the DoorDash app, and there is now a new contactless delivery system that keeps everything safe. So right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when they download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKEDONNBA. That's $5 off your first order and zero delivery fees when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code LOCKEDONNBA. Locked on 
NBA. Don't forget, that's code locked on NBA for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. Heading into the final week of the season, we get two brand new players of the Wubble. Of course, this is for their play in the week that just concluded. And we have Dewana Bonner for the Connecticut Sun and Skylar Diggins Smith for the Phoenix Mercury. For Bonner, the Connecticut Sun went 2-1 last week where Bonner averaged 25 points, 7.3 rebounds, and was 94.1% from free throws. 94.1% free throw percentage, excuse me. And Bonner had a 94.1 free throw percentage. Connecticut got a huge win over her former team, Bonner's former team, the Phoenix Mercury, uh, to clinch their playoff spot. Bonner, after the game, talking about how emotional it was to play against a former team and also the message that she has for Connecticut Sun fans. Uh, man, I'm pretty sure a lot of people counted us out when we went, you know, 0-5. Um, but for this team to stay with it and uh, grind it out and, you know, Clinch playoffs is it's huge. It's huge for, you know, the city of Connecticut. I know everybody's back there watching us. Thank you. Thank you for staying with us. And well, we're in there. So now we can, you know, see what we can do. So we just kind of, you know, just says a lot about this character of this team, uh, just the city of Connecticut, the organization, everybody, and uh, how we bounce back. So definitely proud of everybody. Well, there was a game, I forgot which game it was, maybe after the own five start where you told us, you know, or you told the fans through us, like, stay with us, Connecticut, like, we're going to figure Still, it out. Stay, right? with, stay with us, Connecticut. And I think that's that's what I was talking about, I think. Uh, just a lot of people counted us out, you know, at the beginning when we went 0-5 and didn't even think we were going to make playoffs at one point. So uh, when I said stay with us, this is exactly what I meant. So uh, now we're in there. So uh, this is the fun part. This is the fun part of basketball. So. Uh, thank you, Connecticut. Thank you, everybody, organization fans. But still, stay with us. <laughs> thank you. So talk about tanking. Dewana Bonner said from the beginning and says again, don't give up on us. Stick with us. So they went 0-5 to start. Wasn't no tank in them. Anyway, Skylar Diggins-Smith of the Phoenix Mercury. The Mercury went 3-0 and last week. And Diggin Smith averaged 26 points per game, 5.7 rebounds, and 5.3 assists in that 3-0 record last week. Of course, disrupted by Dewana Bonner and the Connecticut Sun last night. So congratulations, Skylar Diggin Smith, Western Conference Player of the Week. We'll get one other set of Players of the Wubble that I will give you next Tuesday, and then we're into the playoffs. We also got the schedule. I'm going to go over that for you, um, the playoff schedule, that is. Everything is getting started with the single elimination games. The first round is single elimination. So that's, you know, uh, your play-ins, essentially. That will be Tuesday, September 15th at 7 p.m. and 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. After that, we get the second round of single elimination games on Thursday, September 17th, also at 7 and 9 p.m. And the semifinals are set to start 
Both game ones we will have September 20th. And the finals of the WNBA 2020 season, a.k.a. the Wobble season at IMG Academy, the finals are set to begin Friday, October 2nd on ESPN2, 7 p.m. tip-off. It's going to be exciting. Again, we're still waiting for the final seeding for everyone. That will determine who we see go up against each other for that, that first set of games on the 15th. Very exciting. ESPN will be carrying the playoffs. But before we get to the playoffs, I just gave you the playoff schedule. We still have regular season games. We still have regular season games. Uh, this is, of course, Tuesday, September 8th, unless you're not listening on Tuesday, September 8th. But tonight we have the Los Angeles Sparks and the New York Liberty. We also have the Minnesota Lynx and the Washington Mystics, and then the Indi- Indiana Fever, excuse me, and the Las Vegas Aces. Before I return on the mic on Thursday, we also will see the Phoenix Sun, the Phoenix Mercury, excuse me, take on the Connecticut Sun. So this is a, essentially a back-to-back, um, a little bit of a series, if you will, between the Phoenix Mercury and the Connecticut Sun. That's the 7 p.m. game. At 8 p.m., the Atlanta Dream and the Chicago Sky. Very curious to see what James Wade does regarding his roster because, unfortunately, for the Chicago Sky, they don't get a a first-round bye. They're not really in the mix for that. So they're going to need players to be healthy, but do you run the risk of resting players knowing that you still need these wins uh, outright to hopefully get in better position? And Wednesday night, we close out with the Dallas Wings and the Seattle Storm. Again, Dallas really has to come up big. If they win more than two of their next three games, they have locked in that eight spot. But if they lose more, uh, two or more of their games, then they need a little help from the Washington Mystics. I'll come back on Thursday, give you the lineup that we're expecting for that night. And of course, we might, we might have a little bit better of a scenario for the playoffs. I will go over that. But of course, we will do our Social Justice Thursdays, where I will be talking with players throughout the league, asking them to reflect on what this season has meant for them and the focus on social justice. If you are not following us already, what are you doing? It's time for you to get locked on women's basketball. And the best way to do that is to follow us on social media at Locked on WBB. As I mentioned, I will be back on Thursday. You can also hear from Lindsey Gibbs and, of course, Howard Megdal for the remainder of this week of Locked on Women's Basketball. Locked on Women's Basketball.